Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Good afternoon, good afternoon everyone, and welcome to our Monday night study around the Word of God. And it will be a study tonight, Lord willing. We're going to do a things just a little bit different um, because my eyes was open to something this afternoon that I had totally missed in the Scriptures, and I do not know how. I've been kicking my hind end for about the last 45 minutes, Um didn't get in as much studying as I wanted to, um, but the Lord, right at the last minute, kicked something in gear for me, I believe, and we're going to look at it together. I haven't come to any strong conclusions on it. We're just going to see what the Scriptures have to say about a certain topic tonight. And um, as we do what we're fixing to do, I want 
you guys in the chat room, and I want you downloaders to kind of clear your mind a little bit of any preconceived ideas of when I mentioned this word, these two words, that immediately something doesn't pop into your head. And that something will be something we've always believed all of our life, okay? So I, I just want you to say, well, I wonder what this means. But anyway, we'll get into that in a few seconds. How you doing, Brother David? I'm doing very good tonight, Pastor, and I'm really excited about the study tonight. Looking forward to it. Amen, brother. Well, we will come. To, we'll all be able to come to our own conclusions tonight. In some, in some respect, one way or the other, we'll see. What oh, the, you know the Christian anthem you just played? Yes. It talks about a celestial ball. <laughs> I know that's wild. <laughs> Absolutely wild, brother. Yeah. I think I may quit playing it, but the music's good and it, and it oh, glorifies it Jesus Christ. No question, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> I just noticed that uh, quite a while ago. Once uh, when I was looking at the lyrics to the song, I think it says "celestial ball," doesn't it? And I yes, went, it I does. Think, You're yeah. right on target. On this celestial ball is exactly what it says, brother. <laughs> that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it's a it's a recent hymn. It's not it's not one of the old hymns. It's one of the more recent hymns of the mm-hmm. early twentieth century. Is what it is. Okay. But well, anyway, we will um, go ahead, Brother David, and open us in a word of prayer, and we'll get started. Certainly, Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you tonight, and again, we are excited that the possibilities of having revelation of the Word of God and revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ given to us as it pleases you through your Holy Spirit coming into the room, coming into our hearts, coming into our mind by the Word of God and by the desire of the Lord to reveal secrets and mysteries and truths and open truths that we've even missed. And I pray tonight that there would be a spirit of seeking truth tonight. I I pray against all blocks of the mind in the name of Jesus, all walls and strongholds of knowledge that are false, that are erected in people's minds and that have been fostered by fallen angels and demons and have become strongholds in the world and in the minds of Christians. In the name of Jesus, by the Holy Ghost, I pray in the name of Jesus those strongholds be torn down that the Lord Jesus Christ and the Father and his great creation is magnified and he's glorified through the revelation knowledge of what he has really done here on earth and what he has created and Father in the name of Jesus I bind a mocking and laughing spirit that would come against the word of God and I thank you Holy Spirit and pray in the name of Jesus you have free reign to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ here tonight in the name of jesus i pray so be it amen 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 and um fantastic prayer brother and that's my thoughts completely because like i said this is going to seem so elementary to start with i mean really and truly when it when it jumped out at me when i went to a certain chapter just go i tell you what to start with turn to job chapter 38 brother okay this is the law i mean my goodness I thought to myself, you were right there. You didn't check this out, but you checked the other out. And anyway, you're going to see what I'm talking about, folks, when we get there. But we're going to study, we're going to go through the scriptures tonight because there's not that many references. You, you might think there would be more, but they're not. 
we're going to study two words, one singular and the other one plural. We're going to study the word star. You say, well, what? that's so simple, everybody. See there? You see what I'm saying? Immediately, you immediately think, you immediately think, light years away. And immediately you think, well, that's some glowing body. Our sun's a star. Mm-hmm. You see, that's immediately what comes into your mind. That's what I want, if it be possible, I want you to put that aside. I know where you're going here. Because I'd already, like about three weeks ago, was already hinting at this. Mm-hmm. Amen. The Amen. Lord was already showing me, because they are personalities. Well, we'll, we'll get to we're And we'll get on. into it. We, we, I don't want you to say that, brother. I want, I want the Bible to tell us, okay? Amen. Exactly. <laughs> because the Bible will tell you. Amen. And I, I want you guys to think about this now. Really? I mean, really be in prayer as we're going through this, because the Lord may show you guys something different. The Holy Spirit may show us something that um, is totally different than the, even like Brother David said. I just want you to think about this, okay? It, see, it seems so childish and elementary to even bring this up. And, it, it, and I'm thinking to myself, what are you doing? But anyway. So I, I just want to say one thing. I, it's a possibility that not every star is a personality. I can't. I haven't found any scripture to prove that, but it it shows there are lots of scriptures brother, brother, to go like along with David. What you're brother, brother, whoa, whoa. Like I said, yeah. let's let, let's let's don't even use that word that p word right. Yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's just see what the scriptures have to say, and we will, and we will use the law of first mention. And then we will see definition. That's good, yes. We're going to use mm-hmm. the law of first mention, and we're going to see we're going to read definition, and then we're going to take a little jaunt and see where it where it's used in the context of the of the uh, storyline or whatever where it's used, and we're going to see what we would gather from what we're going to read if somebody else hadn't done told us. Okay. Okay. You, you understand what I'm saying, Brother David? Certainly, yes. Like a, good. In other words, like the Lord said, without childlike faith, and what he said, believe my word, he that believeth my words. So we'll see if we do really do. See, that's what all this is about, folks. You've heard me say it before, and I'll say this one more time, being redundant like a dumb old man that's ready to got one foot in the grave and one on a banana peel and senile. But the allegory and metaphor gives anybody the right to make up anything they want to make up and think they're right. That's just the way uh, that that that's just the way it is. That's what that type of teaching does. And your great 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 grand great 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 grandfathers did not believe that way. I'm talking about Christian great great grandfathers. Okay? Didn't believe that way. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, check me out. Don't take my word for it. Go back and read. Listen to Irenaeus' heresies. Go back, go back and read the, uh, the writings of Polycarp Ignatius, some of the early, church, the early church fathers and early historians. And you'll see, you'll see I've been telling you the truth. When big organization come in and the stranglehold was put on ways of thinking, by by a, um out by an oligarch 
like the Catholic Church, that type of thing, that's when this kind of stuff started. All right? It did that was not that way in the first couple of hundred years after the resurrection. Anyway, you got your concordance also, Brother David? Type in the word star. Okay. And then go back to Genesis chapter 1. That's where you would normally go. You say, well, you're going to go with the law first mentioned. It's mentioned first in Genesis chapter 1. Well, if we think that Job is the oldest book in the world, or one of the oldest books in the world, we would go there. But we're going there right after we go here. I'm going to here because in in our canonized text, the way we're set up, Genesis is the first book. All right? So that's where we're going to go. Genesis chapter 1. I think it's down there around verse 9 or 10 where he talks about he put, he gave the um he gave he put the the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. You see it, brother David? Okay, I I was sorry, I was doing something else. Uh I've got to get caught up here just a sec. Um Okay, Genesis chapter 1. I was doing some things in Enoch and then looking up star. (laughs) In other words, you was multitasking. Yeah, about four or five things there. Okay, I'm there. Okay. Read that verse where it... uh, I'm trying to find it myself now. I'm scrolling down. 14. Okay. Verse 14. 14. The rule. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Genesis chapter 1, verse 14. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. That's such a a cast. And he made the stars also. That's so flippantly said there. Mm -hmm. It's just like, big deal. We've got such a great father. And he made the stars also, by the way. Okay, that's stars plural there. Turn to Job chapter 38, brother, and go ahead and click your stars on your Strong's Concordance, and we will see what the oldest book in the Bible has to say about this, too. And I want you to see the context where it's read. Read that verse, and folks, you'll understand what I mean when I was kicking myself all afternoon long. Stars and 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 the word S T A R S yes in Job thirty eight um, plural yes plural okay Thank okay you Job thirty eight seven oh seven mm-hmm okay. Job 38.7, when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Okay. When all, (laughs) folks, 
I have spent, there's no telling how many hours we spent talking about the sons of God here on this program. How many times that it, it, that's the center point of this whole timeline of deception was Genesis chapter 6 when the sons of God came into the daughters of men. And we know the B-N-I-L-A-I-Elohim are the angels. Well, what we've been focusing in on that, and I have all my Christian life, why didn't I go and check out about these morning stars? Why didn't I? I knew who the sons of God were. Well, why didn't I find out the definition and who these morning stars were? Because doesn't it say that they sang, Brother David? Yes. And shouted? Yes. When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. The sons of God shouted, and the, and the morning stars sang and on creation's morning and it, guess who the speaker is here folks i've <laughs> never heard the north star singing <laughs> guess who the guess who the off guess who the one speaking here in job 38 is folks it's it's the father himself yes read the definition of star brother david okay i want you folks to listen to every one of these definitions closely. Okay. One is star, and then it goes to A, of Messiah, brothers, youth, numerous progeny, personification, God's omniscience. And that's the the omniscient part. It says figurative beside it, right? Yes, it does. Yep. The omniscience of God is a figurative way of showing God's omniscience. But those others, Messiah, brothers, personification, what's that other one? Progeny. Progeny, yes. Did anything that you just read indicate in any way some kind of fireball in the sky? Did it? Not there, nope. Well, it doesn't anywhere else either. That's the law of first mention. It's the stars. He made the stars also, okay? He made it for a reason. He put them in the firmament. As the lesser lights for signs and seasons. What were those other things? That, but for signs and seasons. For day, day for night, for months right. and years. That's what they were put there. That's what that group was put there for, folks. And the definition is not a rock, none of that stuff, and that definition doesn't change. As a matter of fact, in when you come from Hebrew to Greek, the only definition, usually, you know, the Greeks are so precise, there would be a big deal about it, but there's not. It just says a star. That's all it says. I done looked at it. We'll get into that in a minute, but we won't, we won't have to go back anymore to any language. I just wanted for the definition. We'll let the context determine the rest. Let's go to the first mention, Brother David, after Genesis chapter 1, the next reference that it talks about star or stars. And folks, by the time we get to the last reference, you'll understand where I'm going with this, okay? 
And like I said, we're learning, we're learning ourselves, remember, well, what in the world, your kid, and this definition is out there now. Now let's see the context where it comes in, all right, and the different places. I have numbers 24-7. That's exactly what I have too, brother. Go ahead and read uh, 17, numbers. Sorry. Numbers 24, verse 17. I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. There shall come Astar, capital S, out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel, and shall smite the corners of Moab, and destroy all the children of Sheth. Okay, a star out of Jacob. That's a capital S. It's a Messianic reference. It's a capital S, isn't it, Brother David? Yes, that's Messianic, yes. That star out of Jacob. It's talking about of what a person. It's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Christ. Jesus Christ. And it's a person. It's not a rock. It's it's not it's not spinning around. It's not the middle of a solar system. It's a person. Let's just a person with a scepter who rules. A, per, a person with a scepter who rules. Oh, well, that's just allegorical figure. Oh, well, hey folks, listen. That's allegorical. Excuse me. Yes, allegories don't smite others. That's right. Allegories don't smite. Allegories don't rule. All right? It's using a like as here. Okay? In this case, the star is a reference to our Messiah. It's a prophetical utterance. Amen. Amen. Now let's go to Amos chapter 5, verse 26. 26. But ye have borne the tabernacle of your Moloch and Chion, your images, the star of your God, which ye made to yourselves. The star of your God. The star of your God. Okay. Little G. Little G God, absolutely. The star of your God, still associated with a person. It, is it, it now? That's not, Brother David. Confirm it. You read it. Yes. If people don't have their Bibles open and can read it theirself. Mm-hmm. You confirming it? That that's what it's connected with a person. Correct. It it's connected with a personality, personality. Not necessarily a person, but star of your God. So that's right. the God is a personality. That's right. Yeah, you're going to get it out one way or the other, brother. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah, that's okay, <laughs> so brother. Going back that, to that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Person, personality, yes. All right. Now, let's look up stars. Let's see if there's any, if there's uh, more references in the Old Testament for stars. Okay. The plural. You okay. say, well, what's the diff- big deal in the, in the plural and the singular? Well, let's see if they are. We're studying. Remember, we're looking for ourselves. We're finding out about this word. Okay, in Genesis fifteen five. Yep. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now towards heaven and tell the stars, if ye, thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. Okay, so they're already there, put in the firmament, and he's telling them to look. Your, star, your, your progeny or your people, your, your, their descendants, isn't that Abraham is talking about talking to there? Yes. Okay, he says, It will be as the stars in the sky. Remember, our, the first mention in Genesis said they were put up there 
for light for one thing the they're right along there with the greater light and the lesser light for light for signs for seasons tell them what they're for for right, days right, for days and years for weeks and months and years weeks yeah. and months and years all right now this is they put there doing their deal and this is the first reference where anybody this is God talking to Father Abraham saying see that Okay, now let's go to the book of Enoch. They're doing okay. their job. Let's go to the book of Enoch now, and let's mm-hmm. let's look at some of these, what Enoch has to say about some of these stars. Okay. Where would you like to start there? Let's start. Let's, first of all, let's start in chapter 1, and because it's going to mention them in chapter 1, but it's not going to call them stars. It's going to call them something else. It's going to okay. call them luminaries. Right. Okay, in chapter 1, I'm there. Okay, just go ahead and start reading it. Verse 1. The words of the blessings of Enoch, wherewith he blessed the elect and righteous, who will be living in the day of tribulation, when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. And he took up his parable and said, Enoch, a righteous man, whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angels showed him, showed me, and from them I heard everything, and from them I understood as I saw, but not for this generation, but for a remote one, which is for to come. Concerning the elect, I said, and took up my parable concerning them. The Holy Great One will come forth from his dwelling, and the eternal God will tread upon the earth, even on Mount Sinai, and appear from his camp, and appear in the strength of his might from the heaven of heavens. And all shall be smitten with fear, and the watchers shall quake. Okay, I want you folks to notice he mentioned the watchers shall quake. Because of what? Because of the Lord coming back. They're going to quake. They're, da- they're not up there. They're down here. Did, did you catch that? They're on the yes, earth. Absolutely. They're on the earth. They're not, no, they're not up there in the sky. They're not up in, quote, unquote, heaven. They're on the earth at the time of this judgment and the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They're here. They're here now. I've been telling you guys that for over a year. They're here mm-hmm. now. Yes. I, I mean, that's my opinion, okay? Yes. And they've been here they've been here off and on all throughout Earth's history. But then a big way, the rebel bunch, a lot of those that we know where two hundred went, they they were put in the abyss. We knew they were, we, we was through past programs we fit, we heard that there was a seventy generation sentence put on them. All right, and we fig and we we talked the speculation we had. I think I mentioned it on the program. There's two specific speculations. The people that study this, other than the crazy eccentric brother Don. All right, there's a lot of other people that do this as well. But it was they were the seventy generations were up at the end of the 19th century, end of the 20th century, according to one person's. Uh, Genealogy. What? How? What do you call that? Um. How do you figure out the time? That 
the genie. Anyway, Archbishop Usher, he's the one that put out chronology. That's what I'm trying. The word I'm trying to come up with. According to one chronology, that's what this person come up with. The latter part of the 18th century, I mean 19th century, into the 20th century, and another brother was trying to use some more recent, quote unquote, astronomical readings that, quote unquote, science has the little G God science, and tried to bring and brought it. And I love this brother, the one that made this um, conjecture that it was right now at the present time that they're supposed to be released from their prison sentence. All right? I go with the first date. From the scriptures I read, uh, it it seems fairly clear to me that the angels are underneath the firmament. Oh, they're absolutely. And been here for since we've been here. And it's not hard to... Before that. That's right. And it's not hard to understand. If you understand there's more than one heaven that you, you understand there's multiple heavens instead of yeah. one, then you understand that the the oh, the uh, possible the possible abode of the rest of the third of heaven that fell and it talks about that fell with Lucifer in Revelation chapter twelve. See, mm-hmm. only two hundred folks were accounted for. Two hundred of those. They came down. They came on. They came on down. Who was that old guy on that? Back when I used to watch TV, and say, "Come on down." Who was that, brother? Dave? It was a game show or something. I oh forget. yeah, the Price is Right. Yeah, Monty Hall. I think that was the guy's name. He'd say, "Come on down." Well, Azazel and Simyaza and that bunch. They came on down. Two hundred of them. All right. They got the price judged. wasn't right for them, was it? No, it wasn't. Oh wow, did they ever pay? Big time for that. They sure did. and But that was only 200 of a third of the multitude of the angels in heaven. Mm-hmm. And it and, and turn real quick, brother, to, Revela- to Revelation chapter 12. And let's look at this one more time, and I'll show you something here. Okay. Revelation 12. Okay. Start reading at verse 1. Okay. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. Okay, the verse would stop right here, verse 4. And his tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven. Now, were those suns in the nebulas and, and solar systems? Of course not. Nobody thinks that's what this was. That inter- unless it, like I said, unless it's that bunch that takes nothing literal, all right? Anybody, even those, honestly, honestly, if they believe that there is a dragon, and this is one of his metaphorical names to go along with him, that he drew a third part of the stars of heaven. That's angels, folks. Yes. That's not 
that's not bodies that uh, that's got gases coming off of them that have planets rotating around them. All right. And even one of the main allegorical captains believes in angels. Well, of course. As he had a visitation, apparently. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, brother. He sure does. Absolutely. But th- th- these are the third that was cast down out of heaven, and only two hundred of them we can account for. And since Paul told you there was more than one heaven, because he was caught up to the third heaven, they they must be somewhere in between. Must be somewhere in between. Makes sense. And have access to and from our reality. Dimensionally, maybe, possibly. I, I seem to thought I have a strong leaning that direction because I believe the Lord put a some type of uh, something or another other than the firmament to kind of hold off that stuff. Airby, they come back and do undo everything that he did with the flood. See, I don't know if I've mentioned that before. That may have been the first time I mentioned that. I think there's a there's a um, a hint about it in the book of Enoch, and there probably is in the canonized text. I just haven't found it and searched deep enough for it. I would I would be amazed if there wasn't. As a matter of fact, the Lord just gave it to me, and it's when the, it taught, and it's in Isaiah it's between Isaiah chapter twenty six and chapter thirty. When it talks about the veil being lowered, if I don't know if oh, you yeah. got, anybody remembers that, when the, when everything's going to come into um, plain view of everybody, it's the Lord that takes the veil that that veil down. All right, mm. so that's possibly what I'm speaking about right now. And if that be the case, then it makes all the sense in the world that dimensionally. Interdimensionally, they might try to come through because remember, they're spiritual beings, but still literal beings. See, people get in when they start thinking about spiritual. I've said this before. You go to thinking about, oh well, it's something that just floats around, and you know, uh, I can't like gas or something, or something you can't see with no um, con- what do you call it, uh, consistency to it. But we, pr- I proved that ad nauseum through the scriptures. They can eat. They can drink, and they undoubtedly they can have they can have sex with women after they put off their spiritual whatever it was. It's called okaterion in the Greek. It only occurs twice in the New Testament. It's what we put on. It's in Second Corinthians chapter five. It's what we put on when we die, so we're able to exist in our soul, spirit, body with the Lord till we get our new bodies, but that, according to Jude, that's what they put off to be able to come in to the daughters of men. I have to, I have explained that to y'all before, haven't I, Brother David? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So here's you the could, curve. Even uh, with science, you could say that they are more real than we are. For example, they are more uh, immortal, mm-hmm. and that they their molecular structure vibrates probably much faster than ours so they are much harder than we are and ours vibrates at a slow rate we appear like gases to them they pass through us that's right spirits go through us because they're actually more real than we are they are immortal 
That's right. And the Lord in his body, what does he do when they're in the upper room? He, uh, he comes right through the closed door and sits Amen. there and says, hand me some fish, I'll eat it. You know, thrust your hand into my side, Thomas. He's yes. physical, but yet spiritual. And that's the misunderstanding people get. And Paul is redundant about it in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Brother David. Certainly. Let's, let's look at this. Okay. Let's go down to where Paul starts talking about there is a spiritual body. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Celestial and spiritual bodies. Let's see. Well, I'll, I'll find it in a minute. I'm scrolling down there. Forget exactly where it's at. Okay, there there are also celestial bodies. Yeah, there you go. Then here Paul is trying is trying to get it across. Start about a, a couple of verses above there, brother, and read down through this discourse. What verse are you in? Uh, was that? Uh, that was forty, but th- uh, before that he talks about the flesh body. Okay, okay, that's what what you need to do. Then go up to ver- about verse. Uh, let's see, I'm there now. Let's uh, yeah yeah start at verse thirty seven. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bare grain. It may chance of wheat or of some other grain, but God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him, and to every seed his own body. Okay, watch watch verse 39. It's going to start here. All flesh is not the same flesh. But there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. Okay, those birds, men, animals, those flesh, he's talking about terrestrial. Okay, that's what he's talking about. Amen. That flesh is terrestrial. Verse 40, brother. There are also celestial bodies. Oh, whoa, 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 wait. Did you hear, folks, do you get the contrast here? He shows you flesh bodies. Says they're animals, birds, beasts. Then he says there are there are also see, and he just got thought about a literal type thing. Now he's going here to verse forty. Go ahead, brother. And there are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. There you have. How, how could you miss it? Celestial and terrestrial. Keep on going, brother. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. That's right. The glory of the of the terrestrial is one, and the glory of the celestial is 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 one also different, different. What what you repeated? Go ahead, brother. Repeat it. No, no, no. I said oh, watch okay. him. Watch what he does here. Okay. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon. And another glory of the stars, for one star differeth from another star in glory. Wow. One star differ from another star in glory. In context of bodies. That's correct. That's correct, brother. You have seraphim, you have watchers, you have angels, you have cherubim. You see what I'm saying? You see what he's talking about? Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. One differs from another in glory. And what's he talking about? He's talking about that live beings. He even throws the sun 
and the let's say it was it the sun and the moon he threw in there. Uh, yes. Uh, wait a minute. The glory of the celestial one, and the glory of the terrestrial, the glory of the sun, and the glory of the moon. Yeah, this and glory the, of the sun, the glory of the moon. Remember the the bigger the um the stronger light and the lesser light. Back in Genesis one, the foundation of everything. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, the sun and the moon then are also considered celestial bodies. Correct. Absolutely correct, brother. Absolutely correct. Go ahead. Verse forty-two. Yes. So also is the resurrection of the dead. And he's likening every bit of this to our, to the resurrection of the dead. Go ahead, brother. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. So there is a spiritual body, but it's different from the natural body, see, folks? And that glory he talks about, each one star is different, in, in, uh, the, the stars have a different glory. They're di- they differ from one another. What is, how does that go again, brother? One star differed from another in glory. I got in it. Glory, amen. One star, di- one star differed from another in glory. That glory is important. That may have something to do with what it talks about in uh, in Jude and the same thing in Second Corinthians. I don't know that for sure. Okay, I can't be dogmatic on that point right there. But go ahead and sit, watch the next verse. Paul says, verse forty-four, brother. Start at yes. verse forty-four again and read right on down to it. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body. Okay, that's good. There is a natural body, there is a spiritual body. That's, I just want you to get that, folks. And don't think wispy wind. Think real, but different than ours. All right? Real, but different than ours. And right in the context of the resurrection and natural bodies and flesh bodies and spiritual bodies and terrestrial bodies, there's the star. One star differed from another in glory. And I'm not even going to go try to find out the diff- if there's a difference in the definition in that glory right there, but I'll guarantee you that there's not. And there's a capital S star who has all the glory. And that capital S star has all the glory. That's exactly right, brother. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And he's the one that deserves all the glory for everything because he made everything, and without him there was nothing made, Colossians chapter 1. And it's through him we're saved. All right, brother, go back to the next reference. Okay. In the old, uh, uh, the last reference on star or stars in the Old Testament, I think that's where we were. Yes. I think the last one was Amos. Uh, Amos. Okay. No, the next reference will be Matthew chapter 2, I verse 2. actually have to re-look up that. Just okay. I had gone into Job, I think, on that. Okay. A little slow loading, but here we are. Amos 5.26. Have we read that? Yeah, we've we've done read the one in Amos. The next reference will be in Uh, the New 
Testament. And it'll be in Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. Saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. We have seen his star in the east. Remember that prophecy with the big S that we read we read in Numbers to start with? But here this is a little S. Ah, difference. But only in the magnitude of glory. As above, you remember how many times I've told you that the, the Illuminati, all this conspiracy stuff, all the Masons, as above, so below. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't it amazing that the Lord's Prayer says exactly the same thing? Yes. And that's what I've tried to tell you guys for two years that it's a counter. There's a counterfeit to everything real in God's plan to everything of any importance in this book. Satan has a counterfeit. There's a counterfeit type. There's type anti-type. And see, people, without screaming, there's none of that bunch out there. They don't give, they wouldn't, they don't know anything about this stuff. Okay? They don't know anything about typology, the importance of it, the counterfeit portion portion of it, because they all be hollering about a bunch of hook noses down here. Mm. Taking away your attention from the real matters and the real Word of God and the real importance of everything. It's not all about one thing, folks. And we're getting close to the end now. And it's going and, and, and the big deal, the big deception is going to come from a bunch of different corners. I guarantee you it's going to come from all directions. Because the one that covered the throne at one time is not a dummy. He's not a dummy. The Lord Jesus said he was wiser than Daniel. Yes, okay. they believe in order through chaos. That's right, It'll brother. It'll be uh, mass confusion of deception, like you say, coming from every direction. That's right. They see that that bunch. They believe in order out of chaos. A good point, brother David. They believe in order out of chaos, where in the way it's supposed to be, is totally opposite of that. Yes. Totally opposite of that. You see, folks. I would, the people that run this world know this book better than 99.9% of the people that claim to know it. That's why they will use God's Word to try to come about, to bring about what they want to bring about. That's exactly what that their head honcho is doing. That's exactly what Lucifer's doing. That's that He's using the book against us, that we're given the book. He's using the book against us with his type, anti-type, reality counterfeit. Next verse, brother, where it occurs. Uh, Matthew 2, verse 7. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. 
Mm-hmm. What time the star appeared. And, oh, you see, all this fake science, all this fake astronomy that's been around with us now for about the last um, two or three, four hundred years, five hundred years, whatever you want to say, since all this junk, the seed got planted then in a big way and it started growing, have tried to come up with, oh, there was a new, our, our, our calculations show us that there was a new sun that appeared at such and such a time about this star here. And they tried to come up with every explanation in the world. I've heard, I've been listening to those explanations for 40 years. About this one going through the sky. They, oh, they were really, it was just a real bright star and all this stuff. Well, by the time we finish this, let's see if uh, if we come to a conclusion it makes a little bit more sense. Okay? Next verse, brother. When, oh, uh, Matthew 2, 9. When they had heard the, star, the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. Oh, really? <laughs> the star went before them. Till it, it came. It, and stood over where the young child was. Till it came and stood over the young child. You see what literal interpretation, folks? See what you have to do? You either, it either is or it ain't. It's like, I, t- like I, I, I told you last program or the one before. And if it ain't, we're in a world of hurt. And that's the reason I say it is. Our early church father said it was, so it said it come and stood over the child. It came and stood over the young child. (laughs) Ah, yes. You reckon you could get, um, what is that thing? You reckon you could get uh, some kind of son to come, uh, I'm S-U-N, and that's a whole other study about that S-U-N deal. But anyway, it's good. Go ahead. Next verse, brother. Yeah, like you're saying, the, this language is very apparently speaking about something that is more than a gaseous orb. Right. Gaseous why would orbs that, why, how could anybody? How could anybody read that as allegory? How could anybody read this narrative as allegory or metaphor? Mm, See I what I'm saying? We all right? are a little guilty. <laughs> yeah. I think in the past I just thought. Oh, I did. You know, oh, yeah. of course I did, brother. I was guilty of it. Of course, I bought the party line. I was explaining to my brother this morning how how what kind of hatred I had for my own self for not checking stuff out myself and let the Spirit of God show me the truth. And it makes me mad about my teachers that compromised in the past to go along with the world. It just shows how deep the deceptions are of the end time and how once the Lord allows you to see one thing, if you're willing to carry on with the Holy Spirit, He'll continue to reveal and reveal until people often get to a place where, well, I can't believe that. Amen, brother. That's exactly Then it all stops. That's the way the Spirit of God works. You keep believing what He shows you, He'll keep showing you more. The moment you... Draw the line, then he'll draw the line on you till you repent and get it right again. Amen. That's the way he'll do it. And when I say hatred and comp- uh, uh, the, for my past brothers 
that's I don't mean that in the sense that they they were wicked or they um you know did this on purpose. That's not what I mean. I they were deceived, just like Paul says, he was deceived as well at one time. We can all be deceived, folks. Once you want it, but if you get back on the right plane, you find out you were deceived. You might ought to come clean with those around you, or come clean with your father first, and then come clean with anybody you've talked to. That's just hey, take it for what it's worth. Next verse, word occurs, brother. Uh, Matthew two ten. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding and great glory. Amen. Amen. Next verse, brother, where it occurs. Okay, that's Acts 7.43. Yea, ye look up the tabernacle of, excuse me, ye took up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your god, Rephan. Rimphan. It took up Rimphan, yes. That's right, Rimphan. Figures Rim, which, go ahead. Yes, figures which ye made to worship them, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. There's you again, as above, so below. Of your God, Rimfam. You know, I was listening to the scriptures. Um, oh well, all night last night we play, played it all night long, Isaiah, and it just uh, the Lord's talking and he's bra- he's telling you that he's he's the deal, and I love it when I read when I read he he's saying. I'm the deal, and there ain't nobody else. I'm the big dog in this fight. That's what he, and I'm just, you know, I'm just putting those words yeah. in, but that, you understand what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then he, and then he makes contrast by these people that take a, cut a tree down, you know, and carve it into a, into a, into a, into a, into a idol, a wooden idol. They cook their food first, and they eat their food, and after they're finished eating their food, with the rest of the wood, like I said, they carve this little idol and they fall down and worship it. And it's just so funny. I, I laugh every time I hear that chapter in Isaiah. It's just, it's funny. And then you fall down to the stock of a tree and call it your God. It's, it's just amazing. That's amazing. You know, it, it was brought up in Bible college when I was um, there. One time... It was the question was asked in class after the regular study. There would be a question and answer, and they said, "How? Why did they worship these rocks? Why did they worship these wooden idols? Why did they, you know, why did they worship these things here on the ground?" Folks, think about the imp- the import of that statement. Why did they, at the question? Why did they do it? Are they just knuckle-dragging knuckle hillbillies that didn't have no better sense? They weren't when they started, but they got dumb after they rejected God. They were something, something, the point I'm trying to get across is what made them, hey, the worship of this kind of stuff goes all the way back, all the way back to pre-flood and, I mean, right after the flood. With Nimrod coming in big time right after the flood. Think about this. 
Later on with Abraham, after Abraham, think about think about a people worshiping a tree. Remember one of ours had an idol in her head underneath her saddle. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You remember? I forget, was it Rachel that had the yes. idol head? Mm-hmm. It was Rachel, yes. From her father. Why would she be worshiping an idol? Now think about this. Folks, these people are not dummies. They're not stupid. I've made this statement before. There's a reason the Lord in the law forbade witchcraft, sorcery, necromancy. Because why did he do because they were superstitious? Yeah. No, not at all. I see because, where you're going with it now, yeah. Because it was real. Mm-hmm. It There's was power. powerful. Now then, let's, t- let's, let's, let's just go a little bit further on to these wooden gods that the Lord made, uh, makes you laugh when you listen to it about in Isaiah. And all of them. All right? They'd, they would worship babies. Remember Manasseh's sin? Causing their people, causing children, causing them to pass through the fire. Folks, <laughs> were, they weren't deluded. There's a reason they did this stuff. What's the reason? Either there's, like I said, you take the party line answer out there, it's they were just stupid and superstitious. And it was all in their head. But yet they could build pyramids and stuff that can't be touched today. Nobody can build them today. Nobody can do the, the, the work and the mastery of labor that was done. Nobody can. Because something was real about it. Something did something for these people, okay? There was a spirit that would come in. This is my opinion, okay? I I can't, I haven't got any scripture to back this up, only with the with put by putting everything together, do I come to this conclusion? You remember what it talk, it talks about the spirits of the of the dead giants becoming demons, and how what we read in the book of Jubilees and in Enoch, how those the spirits became demons out of those giants. Remember, they were half immortal, yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it said that they come upon the earth to run havoc upon things on the earth. I be, and uh, those spirit, I believe those spirits entered in to these little idols upon, what do they call it, invocation at certain times and would do one or two things for these people and after it got them hooked, depart. This is my opinion now, folks, okay? Because I got enough, I think I have enough sense to realize that they weren't knuckle-dragging hillbillies. They were. They would actually get something from what they were doing. Women don't just kill their kids, folks, for nothing. Something was working. It was a reality. It wasn't a superstition. There was nothing superstitious about it. Just like there's nothing superstitious about it today.
and everybody going about working their jobs, trying to make a living, pay their bills, getting their insurance, watching TV, going to ball games. I did, folks. There's more going on in this world today than you could possibly, to a lot of people, would possibly even even dream of when it comes to the spiritual realm. It's just as real as you getting up and going and pouring a glass of water. It's just as real. It's just out of sight. But you think about those. Uh, next time you, if the thought crosses your mind, why did they worship these things after God? said, because the Father made his case, showed them all these miracles, like I've said before, ad nauseum. He showed, he, 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 the pillar of fire, parted the Red Sea, fed them manna, all that stuff. What do they do? The first chance they get, they make a bull and fall down and call it God. Do you see how wicked people are? How how quick we are to leave the Father? In the, in Psalms, oh, I forget which Psalms it is, but it just goes, it's a whole long list of everybody who served God and amen, and the next thing you know, they're fornicating and they're going doing this, and then they get their tails kicked by the Lord again, and back on top of Mount Zion they are worshiping God, and right back down the other side of Mount Zion they go, right back to the pits. Sound familiar to anybody? Okay, next reference, brother, on these stars. But notice, like I said again, as above, so below. See, that, I'm going to say it again, as above, so below. That's what they say, the Illuminati, whatever, whatever you want to call them. And that's exactly what the Lord said when he says, pray like this. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And everything that's going on now is a counterfeit of that with that bunch. Go ahead, brother. Next verse. Second we can Peter skip one nineteen. Right, good. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. The day star arise in your hearts. There's that star. There's the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm surprised Amen. that it's not capitalized there, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Yes. I'm very surprised. But that's what he's talking about. That's who the reference is to. I got a question. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Couldn't the day star be a reference to the sun? No, because it rises in your heart. Oh, uh, gotcha. <laughs> got me? Okay. Rises in your heart. And another place in the book of Revelation, he's caught, well, we'll get to it in a minute. Go ahead, brother, next, next cha- Revelation chapter 2. 28. And I will give him the morning star. <laughs> I will give him the morning. Let's read and put that in context, brother. Okay. Go above it, and let's get the context on it. All right. Here we are. Just a sec. Verse 26. 
And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end to him will I give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father, and I will give him the morning star. Whoa, 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 this is wild. This is, oh my goodness, the, oh my goodness, that's something. Um, hmm. If I jump off into this now, we, we'll be here for three hours. I just saw something. And, and that's the Lord talking there, folks. Amen. That's the Lord Jesus Christ talking himself. Hmm. We'll deal with this. We'll 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 go into the implications of this later. Anyway, the morning star. When's the last time you saw the about anything about morning stars? The Book of Job. Remember, they sang. Mm, yes. They sang creation, in. Oh, the Arcturion. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see. We. I see it. Yeah. The morning stars sang. They sang. They sang. They sang. 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 Next verse, brother. Like I said, this is opened up. I'm going to have to write this down. Go ahead and, and read the next verse. Uh, Revelations 8.10. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. Okay. This star fell from heaven. Read it one more time, brother. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers, and upon the fountain of waters. Okay, remember what we just learned back in 1 Corinthians 15. Paul made a difference in the stars. He said one star differed from another. This star is burning when it fell. I don't know. I will find out in a few minutes about verse 11. Re- I mean, verse, verse 11. The next one is the next context. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Okay. I forget what chapter it's in. Right here in the book of Revelation, it talks about... I saw stars fall like untimely figs. You you remember you you, you remember that verse, brother David? Yes, yes. Okay, this may Thanks, have something to what? Bro, no, what? That's in I'm Revelation. Not, okay. Brother Ke, brother Kevin, did you say something? No, sir. Oh, okay. I thought I heard your voice come in. I, I'm sorry, but yeah, there it talks about um, the stars falling like untimely figs. Okay. And this may be a punishment part right here to this star that we're talking about, right? But anyway, we'll get to that. Next one, we'll get to that when we go to the luminaries in, in the book of Enoch. Go ahead, the next um, chapter 9, verse 1. Okay. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Okay, this is a ham, folks. This is a ham. This ain't an it. This is a ham. And it, a key was given to him of the bottomless pit. All right? Read verse 2 also, brother. Uh, verse 2, okay. In Revelation 9. Yes. And he opened the bottomless pit, 
And there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Okay, that's the pit. We dealt with that in prior in a prior series or in this series at an earlier time, dealing with those demonic creatures, that Joel two army that comes up out of the pit, that that bunch of hybrids that comes up out of the pit. We dealt with that before. But this angel, this star here, is a him that's got a key in his hand and he opens this pit. See, that's the reason they go allegory crazy in the book of Revelation, folks. All right? Next verse, and it's right at the very end of our Bible. Go ahead, brother. Okay. Chapter 22, verse 18. I had to go back here. Or 16. 22, 16. I, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Whoa, morning star again. Morning star again. The untimely figs was uh, Revelation 6.13. So okay, we were right ahead, on. yeah, read that, brother. Read Revelation. But let me make a comment about this. This is okay. the third time we have seen morning star appear. One time we saw it plural in Job 38. The next two times it's in the New Testament. And it's talking about Jesus Christ here. Mm, yes. So all that we've come through with the stars, of everything we've read, I have not seen but one ambiguous scripture. And it's a little ambiguous, but I'm sure after we go back here and and read about what Enoch has to say about the luminaries, that will probably change our mind. But so far, what would you say, in my opinion, if I would come in here, I would say that these stars had something to do with with the people here on this earth. And like you said, Brother David, you can go ahead and use the word now, personality. (laughs) There's personality for sure that's involved with these S-T-A-R, and S-T-A-R. With the morning stars, well, that's just that's just wild, all right? That's just wild. Christ calls himself the morning. See why are, a lot of people want to go allegorical and metaphorical but what, because of what this stuff implies? It, it implies a lot of stuff. Turn to Daniel chapter 12. Okay. Real quick. Start at verse 1 and read down to verse 4. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. That You see that? I just want to make one comment about that, folks. 
that last part of this right here, the last part of verse 2, is the reason that I spew and spit and pound and preach about Christian works and your reward and inheritance. This, The last part of this verse is the reason why I scream about it. This is the first resurrection. This is the see. There's two. There's two. You know, there's two. There's two of those resurrections. It talks about in the book of Revelation. Okay. Yes. One's a resurrection unto life. The other's a resurrection unto death. But I want you to see here. Look at the context of this one verse. Many, not all, not all. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, comma, some to everlasting life and some to everlasting shame and contempt. Didn't say hellfire. Didn't say, did, did not say bottomless pit. It did not say the lake of fire. It didn't say annihilation. It didn't say none of that stuff. And it if you look at uh, verse 1, it's like, Definitely in context with thy people. Thy See, people. yeah, it is Israel. thy people. Yes. It's Israelites, yes. folks. You can't yes. get around this with a stick. It's Israelites it's talking about. And Michael is our angel. Amen. Or as far if you wanted to reverse it, our star. See what I'm saying? Mm. Personality. Personality. Anyway, the last part of this verse, folks, is the reason I scream like I do about that. Because I got this a long time ago. I got. I understood that this verse, what like taught, is was not what's being taught out there in mainstream Christianity. It's not the way I was taught. I would never have picked up on that if I did. If I wouldn't, um, if I didn't understand the truth of eternal security, okay? And understand it deep in my heart. Because and I also and when we went to the to the last eight chapters of Ezekiel, remember those people there that had a lot of shame and wanted to do sacrifice for their sin and everything? I'm just telling you folks. That fire that judges every man's work what sort it is, is a hell of a lot more serious than Brother Don could ever explain it in my, me in my meager and poor way of explaining things. Some to everlasting life, some to everlasting shame and contempt. Keep on reading, Brother, and I'll get what's going on. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. That's shining of the stars forever and ever that turn people to righteousness. But watch this up. What, what did it say above that? The brightness of what? The brightness as the stars forever yeah. and ever. Right, but brother, I'm talking about above that. See what it says? And The they, brightness of the firmament. The brightness of the firmament. The enclosure, the brightness of the firmament. Hmm. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. A lightness to soul winners. Some kind of brightness of that glory that Paul was talking about. 
in 1 Corinthians 15. Okay. All right. I would get out of this, and I'm being, folks, you all knew where I was going anyway, but still, being honest with yourself, would not you have gotten that these were not bodies that just burn in a solar system with a bunch of things spinning around? Would you have gotten that out of what we just went through, these scriptures? Brother David, would you have gotten that out of any of it? Um, prior? No, right? I'm talking about, would you have gotten those being what they're, what's being taught they are today if you had cleared, if you cleared your mind as a child and looked at all those scriptures? Is that what you would have gotten? Yeah, probably, yes. Um, if I had had access to it or if someone read me the stories, I would probably think I could see in my mind little stars talking and walking around and doing things like that. With the per- that personalities. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't say I could get anything else. So you see how hard it is to flush out prior stuff that you've been taught? See how hard it is? Mm. Yes. I think Brother Jeff has a something he wants to... Yeah, I just wanted to mention that science falsely so-called has co-opted the word. Oh, absolutely. Amen. Absolutely, brother. I've told you folks that... Can you repeat what he said? Oh, absolutely. Let's just go and turn to it. Okay. 1 Timothy 6, verse 20. And it's only in a King James Bible, folks. And I wonder why they took this out. I wonder why all the versions took it out with what you've got going on today. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 20. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science, falsely so-called. Got that, folks? Science, falsely so-called. They're the ones that taught you that this was burning objects in the sky millions and billions of light years away. And that the majority part of it, they done burn out by now, see? Yeah, yeah, they've, they've been burned out because the light's just now getting here, see? You see how stupid that is? But you believed it. I believed it. Do you see how insane that is? In other words, your eyes can't tell you nothing. Your eyes will deceive you. You don't know nothing. Let us tell you what it is. Let us tell you what's up there. Let us tell you how you got here. In well, other they're surely going to get theirs, aren't they? Pastor? Oh, yeah, they're surely going to get theirs, absolutely. They will. In Romans one eighteen, it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. You got that right, brother. Amen, amen, amen. Read it, it one means... more time. Read it one more time. Okay. Romans chapter 1, verse 18. Verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Who hold in other the, words, yeah, go they ahead, suppress the truth or hold back the truth. Absolutely. They suppress it, hold it back, or change it. Call Amen. Good, evil, evil, good. 
A lie is the truth now, and the truth is a lie. Folks, it's been turned backwards on you. Did you hear that today with your local quote-unquote CI preacher? I wouldn't think so. Ain't no Bible believers out there anymore. Doc Swift and, and Brother Comparate gone, folks. They're gone. They'd turn over in their graves if they'd see what was going on today. They would have changed their belief, not because they would because their beliefs were wrong. They would have, remember some of the stuff that they taught, the ones of you that's been through all their works. They'd have to revamp a little a few things. But they, but they still were rock solid on a, on a lot of their doctrine. They'd have told the allegories to. I guarantee you, they'd have sent them to the pits. Now let's go to the Book of Enoch, brother. I want you to turn to the yes. chapter on the luminaries, and uh, and read the first uh, heading where you see luminaries, and let's see what Enoch has to say about that. And if you would, before you do that, send me a copy of of, uh, of the you know, a link in my mail, if you don't mind, brother, because okay. I've lost my link through all this computer mess I've had. Okay, I'm just looking here for the luminaries. I was there earlier, but... I posted it. Too. Here I go. Oh, good. Thank you, Kevin. Did you did you post it, Brother Kevin? Is it in the... Um... Chat. Okay. Thank you, brother. I'm looking for it right now. I got it. Thank you so much. Okay, if we go to chapter LXXII, and I forget my Roman numerals, what LXX, that would be 56. No, 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 no. I forget what 50 is. 10. X is 10. Yeah, X is 10, So, and I think L is 50. L is 100. Do what now? 72, maybe? That would be Whatever. chapter 72. Uh, I'll just call them by their alpha sequence, LXXII. And this is the book of the course of the luminaires. Now, the chapter that you wanted to with Uriel the Holy Angel is LXXIV. So... I'm not sure which you would like to go first. In LXXII, verse 35, it describes the course of the sun. And in verse 35 of that chapter, it says, this is the law of the sun. See, that's what Brother Jeff is interested in. Oh, I wish he could be on here and hear this, but he can replay it tomorrow. He wants to hear about that sun and the course of the stars and the moon and all mm-hmm. that stuff. He wants to hear that. Uh, okay. Let's and go. L- I want you X- I, I, I is the law of the moon. And okay. it starts out saying, and this is the law of the lesser light, the law of the moon. Well, let's go to where they talks about Raguel being okay. over these guys. Okay? Yes. That would be chapter LXXV. I don't know how to oh, get that. Oh, IV, sorry. LXXIV. Oh, you, you're not in the um, index? No, I'm not you in don't, the index. I'm, I'm at the first. Uh, I'm at chapter the, of the luminaries, chapter LXX. Okay, if you scroll I up two. near the top of the page, there's a link to the index. 
Okay. And okay, click on that, and then look for a chapter. With a, there's a big heading that says the chapter on the luminaries. So you will see chapter LXXIV. 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 Yes. Y'all see it behind me? LXXIV. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, let's see, L, X, X, I, yeah, I got it, okay, I'm there, okay. brother, L, X, X, I, And the print is very small in this. I know, so, I, can, I can enlarge it, I got okay, it. Okay, great. Into here, verse 1, it says, and I saw another course, a law for her. No, I must have got the wrong one. I must have got the wrong one. I got L, X. Oh, I, I left out an X. I'm sorry. Somebody, two X's. Two X's. L. I V. L X X I V. X X. I posted it in chat. The last one should be the page we're reading now. Okay, I'm sorry for this dead air, folks. No, that's okay. And as you notice in these chapters that I was talking about, these are laws, the laws of the sun, the laws of the moon. These are laws of the sun, the laws of the moon, their courses and all that stuff. This is is good stuff. So you don't give laws to gaseous orbs. That's right. You you don't. (laughs) You give them to personalities that Amen. can follow rules. You give the laws to personalities that can follow rules. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Hey, absolutely. Okay, go ahead and start reading, brother. Verse 1. And I saw another course, a law for her, and how according to that law she performs her monthly revolution. And all these Uriel, the holy angel, who is the leader of them all, showed to me. Okay, and now this is the course of what? This is the the pathway or course of the what law for who? I guess uh, we'd have to back up one to find out who he was talking about. Yes, I, I in um, chapter three he was talking about the moon. Well, since it uses the word her, uses the feminine right here, I yeah. would assume that he's talking about the moon. So go ahead, brother. Yes. And their positions, but it could be generally all the luminaires, but their positions, we'll find out. And I wrote down their positions as he showed them to me. And I wrote down their months as they were, and the appearance of their lights till 15 days were accomplished. In single. Oh, you lost me, brother. You lost me big time. Where did you just get through reading? Uh, verse 2, and all these, Uriel, the holy angel, who is the leader of this them all, mine don't go to me. Mine don't, I ain't got that. What you're saying, I don't have, undoubtedly. I'm, uh, I saw the first part, but when I got down to uh, verse, verse 2, verse two, it says, and all, all these, Uriel, that's all, that's all, that's what it says. All these, Uriel, the holy and the holy angel. Angel. Okay, go ahead. Start at verse 2 again, brother. 
apologize. Okay. No problem. And all these, Uriel, the holy angel who is the leader of them all, showed to me. Got it. Okay. And their positions. And I wrote down their positions as he showed them to me. This is Uriel. Showed them to Enoch. Right. And I wrote down their months as they were and the appearance of their lights till 15 days were accomplished. Okay. The appearance, this is important, the appearance of their lights. Remember what it said in Genesis 1? Given for the the in the light sentence, they were they were given the ability to light. That's what it says in Genesis chapter yes. one. There's nothing contrary, folks, to canonized scripture so far. Not well, they ain't. I already know they ain't done read this stuff, and there ain't no contradiction to it. But anyway, they're they're using their light. That's what we see at night. All right, but what are they? That's the question. That we're trying to come to some kind of conclusion about in our own minds. Go ahead, brother. Continue reading. In single, seven part, she, she accomplishes all her light in the east, and in the single, seventh parts, accomplishes all her darkness in the west. That's exactly what Brother Jeff was wanting to know about today, is what you're reading. Anyway, go ahead. And in certain months, she alters her settings, and in certain months, she pursues her own peculiar course. In two months, the moon sets with the sun. In those two middle portals, the third and the fourth. What verse is that, brother? Uh, verse 5. Okay. And now I'm going to verse 6. Okay, I got you. Uh, one show uh, a little while back, uh, I briefly described the, the uh, course of the sun and the portals that it goes through. Six oh, portals. I forgot about those portals, absolutely. Yeah. The I sun and moon go through portals on their journey. That's right. That's exactly what it says. It says that on their courses, on their journey, they go through different portals. Mm-hmm. They go through portals on their journey across the sky. That's yeah. wild because there's a guy named Crow 77 that's got, well, I'm not going to get into that right now. Go ahead. Keep on reading, brother. Verse 6. She goes forth for seven days and turns about and returns again through the portals where the sun rises and accomplishes all her light. And she recedes from the sun and in eight days enters the, the sixth portal from which the sun goes forth. And when the sun goes forth from the fourth portal, she goes forth seven days. And she goes forth from the fifth and turns back again in seven days into the fourth portal and accomplishes all her light. Notice how it's all her light? She uh-huh. wasn't born in any sunlight there. Nope. Of course it don't reflect no sunlight, did that? <laughs> of course yeah. it doesn't. All her light. And she recedes and enters into the first portal in eight days. And she returns again in seven days into the fourth portal from which the sun goes forth. Thus I saw their position, how the moons rose and the sun set in those days. And... Wait, 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 wait. Just a minute. Thus I saw their... Position. Positions, their positions, 
how the moons, it's got a plural on that. Yes, it does. It has a uh, plural moons. I wonder if that would be the new moons. Paul says new moons, so I understand what he's saying. I wonder, I wonder if Enoch's speaking in the same terms like where Paul talks about in, first, in Colossians chapter 2, new moon, putting plurals on the ends of it, on the end of it there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's what he's speaking about here. He, it may be actually just one moon, but talking about the moon phases. The moon. Right, the moon phases, like, you know, quarter yeah. moon, full moon. That, that yes, may, yes. Okay, go ahead. Keep on, brother. How the moons rose and the sun set in those days. In those and, days. Okay, in those days. I got it. Go ahead, brother. And if five years were added together, the sun has an overplus of 30 days. And all the days which accrue to it for one of those five years, when they are full, amounts to 364 days. 364 days. Wow. That's the Hebrew cosmology. That's exactly right. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. This book is so old. You know, I, like I was telling Brother Jeff about it today, how if, if they wanted to keep this book hid... The Catholic Church yanked it out and tried to push it out of existence, and then all of a sudden it shows back up in the Dead Sea Scrolls. That's just unbelievable. It's unreal how the Lord does stuff. At the time, like the like the angel told Daniel, you know, to shut up the book because at the time of the end, knowledge will be increased. Mm-hmm. Men will run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Mm-hmm. And not all, and like I've said before, not all of that's good knowledge. Go ahead, brother. Uh, off the top of my head here, uh, I'm not sure the exact chapter and verse, but if we read along, it's, I believe, several chapters ahead, you'll see that some of these luminaires um, did not follow their law. That's what, and, I want, that's what I want to get to, and I want to, I want to bring out and show where these luminaires, are, they go, where they break the, law of, the laws that set down, they're punished, mm-hmm. that they have an angel watching over them. I believe I'd have to find them. I believe it's several chapters in ahead, and they were punished very severely Absolutely. for their rebellion. Absolutely. Uh, but we won't find that in this chapter. But should, do you want me to keep reading here, or should should I go on? To no, let, just um, read a little bit more here, and then let's let's get. I, I want to hear the. We got to go back earlier okay. here because. Uh, this chapter is not exactly what I was looking for. What I was looking for, and I forgot where it's at too, brother, where he starts talking, where he first starts talking about the luminaries of heaven, about these stars. Okay. Where it's first mentioned. Mm-hmm. So far we uh, in the chapters, it's the sun and the moon. And at the beginning of this chapter, we've seen that uh, Uriel is the head, the leader of the luminaries. It's supposed to be Raguel that does the punishing. Okay. That's what that's the one I'm looking for, not Uriel. Yeah, okay, but Uriel is the one who oversees them. Uh, maybe he has the other part. Yeah, maybe there's um, maybe he oversees them, maybe Raguel is the one that does yeah, the I, other. I forgot which let me just quickly if you can talk just for a couple of minutes. Oh, sure. Uh, I'll see thing. if I can find yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead and see if you can find it, brother. The problem is, folks, I apologize for this uh, dead air time. When I, I don't read nothing, I listen to everything because of my eyes, all right? 
and I, and that's the reason I have to have trouble with this because I I remember hearing everything I'm saying, but I don't know where the chapter is and don't know where the verse is in this. Now it's different with the book, it's different with the Bible. Okay, that's a different ball game there. But um, I listen to all of this over and over and over again. All right, I know what I'm saying is there, but I can't find it. And I was hoping Brother Dave was a little more familiar with it since he had read it with his eyeballs. Brother Kevin has read it with his eyeballs. Also, so I was hoping for, you know, maybe I'd get a little help out of here. Here's a mention of the stars. And the leaders of the, and this is LXXV, and the leaders of the heads of the thousands who are placed over the whole creation and okay, over well, okay, all the stars. Okay, okay, I'm trying to find that index again, brother. Okay. Here it is right here. That's how bad, and I, you, 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 you would laugh if you seen how big I had this sucker enlarged and still can't find this stuff okay that's what you call it lx what lx x v like at the bottom of your last chapter all you had to do is click that link and it'll take you to the next chapter oh lx x v that's the yes. one you're on now lx x x lx x and i believe this is the first mention in this Luminaire's chapter of the stars. Okay. And the leaders of the heads of of the thousands... No, I mean, I missed it, brother. Hold on. I've got to go back and catch the right link. I missed it. I clicked the okay. wrong one. L-X-X-V. L-X-X-V. Oh, further down. Okay. Right here. Okay, I got it. One down, one down. Got it. Okay. Okay, brother. And the leaders of the heads of the thousands who are placed over the whole creation and over all the stars have also to do with the four intercalary days. Okay. Thousands that were put over creation. and And here's the word stars, folks. All the stars. Okay, continue on. Intercalary, that has to do with the calendar, doesn't the it? The calendar, yeah, that would be having something to do with the calendar. Being inseparable from their office according to the reckoning of the year. And these render service on the four days which are not reckoned in the reckoning of the year. And owing to them, men go wrong therein. For those luminaires truly render service on the world stations, one in the first portal and one in the third portal of the heaven and one in the fourth portal and one in the sixth portal. And the exactness of the year is accomplished through the separate 364 stations. Wow. That so is. there we see those luminaires are truly rendering service. Yeah, they're rendering service to humanity is what they're doing. That's yes. what that's what it says. They're not gaseous orbs. No, they're not gaseous orbs, of course not. But anyway, they're rendering service to humanity. I want to see that when they mess up, where they're punished. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, I would believe I have to go on to the next chapter.
Okay. I tell you what. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I just go ahead and look, brother, while I'm talking? Um, yes. We didn't write in the in the very first chapter of the book of Enoch, folks, tonight. I don't know if, if we even got that far, but it mentions these guys here in the very first chapter. And the reason I keep talking about that very first chapter is because Enoch says it's for a way off future generation. And that generation, here we be, as they say down at the projects. Here we are in the last days. Last days started with the resurrection. That's when they started, according to the Apostle John in his epistles. And now we're in the last of the last days. So that's the reason I keep talking about that first chapter. That was, that was definitely written for us. And it just, like I, we were, me and Brother Dave were talking about a while ago, it's amazing that it just popped up in the Dead Sea Scrolls. And we happen to have it in our language today, thanks to Mr. R.H. Charles. Those other versions out there, folks, you know, they got some of this stuff in them, but there's some stuff in there that's, that absolutely goes against the Word of God, and I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. I'm just, that's my opinion, okay? And you, I wouldn't do it if I was you. It would get you messed up. You find anything, Brother David? Um, not just yet, sorry. That's okay, brother. That's okay. I did see where they're transgressing here. Okay. Well, read about their transgressions. What chapter is that in? Okay, it's uh, LXXX, but I'm I'm not sure if this is the one that describes all their punishments, but I L- did know that LXXX, okay. Yes. Okay, I got it. LXXX. Uh, first parable, second parable, L down. down. Okay. Down here? Yeah. LXXX. I got it. Okay, brother. You can go ahead. And in those days, the angel Uriel answered and said to me, Behold, I have shown thee everything, Enoch, and I have revealed everything to thee that thou shouldst see this sun and this moon, and the leaders of the stars of the heaven. Even they have leaders. It says they have leaders. Wow. Leaders of thousands. And all those who turn them, their tasks and times and departures. And then uh, there's a, um, a title. Perversion of nature and the heavenly bodies owning to the sin of men. And in the days of the sinners... The the years shall be shortened, and their seed shall be tardy on their Whoa, land. Wow, and wow, wow. In the days of the sinners, I can imagine, thinking prophetically here, in the days of the sinners, their days shall be shortened. Wow. Yes. yes. Wow. Just in line with Scripture. Yeah, it's just that absolutely is definitely in line with Scripture. Go ahead. And all things on the earth shall alter and shall not appear in their time, and the rain shall be kept back, and the heaven shall withhold. My goodness. <laughs> wow. And in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13, every one of the, the Lord, the Lord's, <laughs> the Lord said all this stuff about, you know, the signs in the sky, about the waves are roaring, and, you know, all this stuff. He didn't put it in these words, but I see it in this right here. 
I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it's in the prophecies of the last days. Okay? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. In the Gospels, you just In the Gospel, that's right. Yes. Absolutely, in every one of them. Wow, that's, that's, this is wild. I knew the Lord made allusions. I didn't know it was this strong. Go ahead, brother, keep on reading. And in those times, the fruits of the earth shall be backward and shall not grow in their time. And the fruits of the trees shall be withheld in their time. And the moon shall alter her order. What and verse not is that? What, what verse, verse 4. Is? Verse 4, okay. And the moon shall alter her order and not appear in her time. time. Wow. Wow. The moon shall be darkened is what the, script, the canonized scripture says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sun and moon shall be darkened. It's wild stuff. Go ahead, brother, verse 5. And, and she is taking it upon herself to alter her order. Yeah, it's just doing it by herself, taking yes. it upon herself. Go ahead. And in those days the sun shall be seen, and he shall journey in the evening on the extremity of the great chariot in the west. Wow. And shall shine more brightly than accords with the order of light. Well, so Isaiah says there. it's going to be seven times strong, hot, hotter. The sun's going to shine seven times brighter. Mm, yes. That's what it says in the first few chapters of Isaiah. Go ahead, brother. And many chiefs of the stars shall transgress the order. Ah, here we're coming to these stars that mess up. Go ahead. And these shall alter their orbits and tasks, and not appear at the seasons prescribed to them. And the whole order of the stars shall be concealed from the sinners. And the thoughts of those on the earth shall err concerning them. (laughs) I don't know. Just stop and think about what he just said. That the sinners on earth... Huh? They're going to think they're gaseous orbs. That's exactly right. They're going to think they're gaseous orbs in the sky. And it tells you that in this book. I cannot believe this. This is wild. (laughs) And the sinners. Read that verse again, brother. And the whole order of the stars shall be concealed from the sinners. It, notice how it says sinners. didn't say anything about elect, right? No, it didn't. They're going to clue in because this book is written to them. That's right. And the thoughts of those on the earth shall err concerning the thoughts, them. The thoughts of those on the earth shall err concerning the luminaries, concerning the stars. Fantastic. Go ahead, brother. And they shall be altered from all their ways. Yea, they shall err and take them to be gods. Whoa. They shall take them to be what? Little g-gods. Yes. Amazing. And evil shall be multiplied upon them, and punishment shall come upon them so as to destroy all. Oh. That's the end of that chapter. Yep. Let's, let's, let's go to the, the very next chapter and see what he's yes. got to say. Okay. And he said unto me, Observe, Enoch, these heavenly tablets, and read what is written thereon, and mark every individual fact. And I observed the heavenly tablets, and read everything which was written thereon, and understood everything. 
and read the book of all the deeds of mankind and of all the children of flesh that shall be upon the earth to the remotest generations. To the remotest generations. Go ahead. And forthwith I bless the great Lord, the King of glory, forever, in that he has made all the works of the world. And I extolled the Lord because of his patience, and blessed him because of the children of men. And after that I said, Blessed is the man who dies in righteousness and goodness, concerning whom there is no book of unrighteousness written, and against whom no day of judgment shall be found. Wow. Go ahead. And those seven holy ones brought me and placed me on the earth before the door of my house and said to me, Declare everything to thy son Methuselah, and show to all thy children that no flesh is righteous in the sight of the Lord, for he is their creator. No flesh is righteous in the sight of the Lord. Does that sound familiar? There is none righteous, no, not one. No, not one. There's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. That's what Solomon said. It's amazing. Good stuff. Go ahead, brother. One year we shall leave thee with thy son, till thou givest thy last commands, that thou mayest teach thy children and record it for them, and testify to all thy children, and in the second year they shall take away thee from their midst. In my study of Scripture, when they say all thy children, they're not necessarily talking about just your immediate children. Oh, no, no, no. They're talking about their future children in their loins like the Lord. Oh, yeah, and all their grandchildren and great-great, whoever was alive, and leaving that posterity for, like you say, their generations to come. That's right. That's absolutely correct. That's who they were talking about, like the Lord told Abraham, and his loins were like the stars of the heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what he told him. Let's go ahead and finish this chapter out, and we'll go ahead and close it down for tonight, brother. Okay. And in the second year they shall take thee from their midst. Let thy heart be strong, for the good shall announce righteousness to the good. The righteousness, the, the righteous with the righteous shall rejoice, and shall offer congratulations to one another. But the sinners shall die with the sinners, and the apostate go down with the apostate. And those who practice righteousness shall die on account of the deeds of men and be taken away on account of the doings of the godless. And in those days they ceased to speak to me, and I came to my people, blessing the Lord of the world. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, y'all got to hear a little bit of the book of Enoch, and uh, some of this is, is some fantastic stuff. This wild stuff. I, I, I wish. Well, I can't do anything about that. But um, anyway, if you if you guys think you can go back on your own and go through everywhere it talks about a star, and you can make it, and you can make that one of those um, burning things you see painted on television. If you think that if you really do think that what you see on TV and everything is true, if you really do think that those those nebulas and those solar systems and all that stuff is real when there's not one single 
picture of this earth standing alone by herself in space. Not one. Not one. Not one. Every one of them's been proved to be wrong. And that's one of the reasons I brought up Matt Boylan's name before the program started. Now you downloaders just got the name. It's Matt Boylan. I don't recommend it because of the language he uses. He's not a Christian. Of course, he would fit right in with some of these people. He would fit right in with um, some of the folks that come through here every now and then. I think maybe some of them might have come through here tonight. They usually do on Monday nights. But he, he's a NASA whistleblower. And some and and he 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 flat tells you he was a um, he was a contract artist. Yes, and his an animator. Drawings, and he can his drawings are you cannot tell the difference in his drawings and that's the reason NASA hired him to paint pictures of what you folks and us folks used to think was real and lie to you. So and what and he found out about it and he ain't there anymore. They wouldn't have that after there's something he done. He didn't leave them on his own, or he'd be right in the middle of them. He left them because they didn't continue telling him stuff or something. You go listen to it, you, you folks. Be your own judge. Let the Spirit of God lead you the way he's going to lead you. Oh, I but, just seen something real interesting here. Uh, the sun and the moon have names. The sun and the moon have names? What yes. are they? Uh, verse 1 of LXXVII, uh, verse 1, and the names wait, wait, of the wait, sun. I want to see this. I, I, okay. I, don't remember the, I, don't, I don't remember this when I was listening to it. I wish I could read, man. Oh, okay. What's that? Um, LXXVII. LXXVII. Yes. L X X X X L X X B L X X B I I. Right there. Okay, I got it, brother. Okay, verse one, and the names of the sun. Are the following? No, there's. I've got. I hit the wrong link or something. I'm not there. Okay. I'm not there. The um, L X X B B I. That's what I. Two eyes. Two eyes. Okay, I got it. It Was in one below that. I must hit the wrong one. Go ahead, brother. Okay, and the names of the sun are the following: the first or Jairs. And the second, Toma? No, I was wrong again. I, um, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I was just going to read the names out. But yeah, but I can't. See, brother, brother Jeff can't hear it. See, brother, I want, they're oh, reading okay. behind me. They're reading. Ah. They're the ones helping me out, trying to help me out. That's, yes. That's L what now? L. L X X X V I I. V I I. L X X V I I. That's yes, su- that's correct. supposed to be it right there. L X X. Wait, X X. No, there's three X's you're talking no, about. No, one. I one. mean two. I two. mean one less than what you said. L X X. L L X X V I. Right. 
No, two eyes. Two I, eyes. I, yeah. I just hey, clicked on it. Yes. There seems to be something wrong with the website. When you go to that and you click what he just said, uh huh, you get in the first quarter. Yeah, and, that's what. Yeah. That well, if you go to the next one, which is three eyes, it reads at the top where he looks up and sees what oh, he's yes, reading. Oh yes, I see it's what you're saying. It's reading wrong. It's it's the. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I need so, to go to the next chapter. Yeah, there's yeah. a mistake there on how they called the chapter here. Right. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, and the names of the sun are the following. The first, Orgeres, and the second, Thomas. And the moon has four names. The first name is Asanja, the second, Ebla, the third, Benaz, and the fourth, Ere. You know, I was, I was, kind of, I was expecting to see an Allah in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could see how you would. Ah, uh, yes. Go ahead, brother. These are the two great luminaires. Their circumference is like the circumference of the heaven, and the size of the circumference of both is alike. So they're the same as we suspected. Yeah, the moon in and the, the sun are the same size. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the circumference of the sun, there are seven portions of light which are added to it more than to the moon. And in definite measure, it is transferred till the seventh portion of the sun is exhausted. The sun is seven times stronger than the moon. And they set and enter the portals of the west and make their revolution by the north and come forth through the eastern portals on the face of the heaven. And when the moon rises, one fourteenth parts appear in the heaven. You know what? I bet these portals that it's talking about are on the four corners. How many yeah, portals? Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. bet you that it's talking about portals on the four corners. There that, are six, but one is in the middle, I believe. One's in the middle? Yeah, because if you read um, LXXIII, uh, there describes the journey of the moon, and it yep. goes across through the north, a portal in the north on its journey back. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting here with my hands trying to go go through portals on that. You see, this the earth is inscribed. The circle of the earth is inscribed on something with four corners. Yes. Exactly. And yes. and so the it, and the in the the see like and he talks about the angels standing on the four corners in the book of Revelation. I'm trying to um figure out if those portals are on the corners. They probably are. See, one, two, three, four, five, so uh if you really wanted to figure out that actual um, direction, you'd have to read L X X I I and for the sun and L X X okay I I I for the moon. Got you, got you. Okay, continue and reading. They on describe in okay. great detail the whole journey of the sun and then the whole journey of the moon. Okay, continue reading on here, brother. Verse five. Okay. Verse 5, and they set and enter the portals of the west and make their revolutions by the north and come forth through the eastern portals on the face of the heavens. And when the moon rises, one fourteenth part appears in the heavens. The light becomes full in her. On the fourteenth day, she accomplishes her light. And fifteen 
parts of light are transferred to her till the 15th day when her light is accomplished according to the sign of the year and she becomes 15 wow. parts. Go ahead. And the moon grows by the addition of 14th parts. And in her waning, the moon decreases on the first day to 14 parts of her light, on the second to the 13 parts of her light, and on the third to 12, and on the fourth to 11, and on the eighth fifth to 10, and on the sixth to 9, and on the seventh to 8, and on the eighth to 7, and on the ninth to 6, and on the tenth to 5, and on the eleventh to to four and on the twelfth to three and on the thirteenth to two and on the fourteenth on the fourteenth to the half of a seventh. Wow, there's there, there's something in here. There there's something to this um those numbers. There's a doubling and then there's a a multiple of twelve. Uh, yeah, y'all, I, I'm not, I, that's just me in my head. I'm I'm big to pick up on when numbers have patterns going, but uh, go ahead, brother. Let's go ahead and finish uh, it. Let me jump ahead here. Verse 10, and Uriel showed me another law when light is transferred to the moon and on which side it is transferred to her by the sun. Which side? It even tells you that the moon's got one side. Yes. That the light's transferred on one side. Wow. That's wild. Verse 11. During all the period during which the moon is growing in her light, she is transferring it to herself when opposite to the sun. During 14 days, her light is accomplished in the heaven, and when she is illumined throughout, her light is accomplished full in the heaven. And on the first day, she is called the new moon, for on that day the light rises upon her. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking to you, folks. I won't, y'all, you, oh, he's gone. Go ahead, brother. He's gone. Go ahead. Verse 13. She becomes full moon exactly on the day when the sun sets in the west, and from the east she rises at night, and the moon shines the whole night through till the sun rises over against her. And the moon is seen over against the sun, on the side whence the light of the moon comes forth. There again she wanes till all the light vanishes, and all the days of the month are at an end, and her circumference is empty, void of light. In three months she makes of thirty days, and at her time she makes three months of twenty-nine days each, and in which she accomplishes her waning in the first period of time, and in the first portal for 177 days. And in the time of her goings going out, she appears for three months of 30 days each, and for three months she appears of 29 each. At night she appears like a man for twenty days each time, and by day she appears like the heaven, and there is nothing else in her save her light. It appears like a man. You ever heard about the man's face in the moon? Oh, yeah, the man on the moon. Yes. 
Face of the man on the moon. That's wild. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. We'll go ahead and stop here for tonight. And um, the biggest thing, like I said, some of you folks got to hear about some of this stuff in the Book of Enoch that never even knew a Book of Enoch existed or didn't take the time to uh, go into it any. I think it's very interesting. But most of all, I want, like I said just a few minutes earlier, a while ago, Get in your mind, you went, you've went. you heard all the verses that deal with star and stars in your Bible, in the canon, okay? And what did they tell you? You heard the definition, you heard the first mention, and then you had the rest of the scripture. And like I said earlier, you think that they're a gaseous cloud, a gaseous ball burning? From the Bible, see, but of course, see, if you take the position that the Word of God is has, doesn't hold water for science, all right, or is either just the book for salvation or just a religious book, or if you hold that it's just an allegorical book and not meant to be take, to taken literally, none of this stuff meant anything to you. You didn't learn nothing. You didn't learn nothing. But who are you going to turn to? Okay, uh, uh, let me fra- let me frame the question this way. <laughs> Say you do take it allegorical, and you do not take the Bible literal. And let's say it's not for every manner of faith and practice in your life, and you can't turn to it for science, Okay, for some parts of science. May I ask you a question? Who are you going to turn to? You're going to turn to everybody that's lied. You're going to turn to the ones that tell you that you come from monkeys. You're going to turn to the ones that, that hey, that's, folks, that's the Jewish lie. You Jewers out there that they blame everything, the, you're the ones making fun of me. The Jews are the ones that told you that the moon was a ball. The Bible don't tell you that. The Jews are the ones that promulgated all this false calculations in math. You don't believe me? Go back and check it out from Einstein forward. So who is the Jew lover now? You want to trust them or you want to trust your King Jacob Bible? Or are you just not going to know and don't care? You know, there is a third option. You could just not, you know, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow. You die, and nothing matters, and it don't matter about the book, okay? So, that's your choices. Hey, every, everybody, hey, Einstein's the god of science, folks. Go check it out. He's the Tesla wasn't a Jew. Einstein was. So all the ones that there's all the problems are the Jews. Why aren't you jumping on this bandwagon? What we're talking about ain't got nothing to do with the Jew. I'm talking about our side. All the scientists that pushed this mess for and it wasn't even started by a Jew. Hey, Kepler, not Kepler, but um what's his name? Copernicus wasn't a Jew. Galileo wasn't a Jew. Newton wasn't a Jew. 
But it didn't catch on until the Jews got involved with Einstein. And a few of the early ones, one of them um, killed, blew his brains out. It was a faggot over in Germany. I can't, can't remember how to pronounce his last name. He was a Jew. <laughs> hey, hey, if you're going to do anything, you better be consistent, all right? Can't have your cake and eat it, too. Anyway. In no. Romans one twenty, here is a very good moment. Brother David? But it is a big one. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his <laughs> eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Amen, brother. Amen. Hey, if they can suppress how things are really made, how how the earth really is, then people don't see his eternal power and Godhead in the creation. That's a great point, brother. That's a fantastic point. Absolutely fantastic. If they if they see the creation differently, then they do they totally reject his majesty. Period. Amen. And that's and and they just that's just that's that just keep on doing it. Uh, there's a video out there. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it today, but um, it's called Monkey Man Science. You ought to go and watch that 30-minute video and, and see who's out there slamming the Word of God. Even, oh, it's the King James Bible they're slamming too, by the way. I wonder why that popped up in the, these big science guys' mouths. But oh yeah, the atheist just have it's wrong. It's oh Dawson and oh what the, what's the guy that can't talk but speaks with a micro with a automated thing? What's his name? Oh yeah, uh, what's his Hawkins? Yeah, Stephen Hawking and that Dawson guy and like I told y'all that high yellow Neil deGrasse Tyson. They find they found him a, a a porch monkey to put in there to, as a as a genius. But they all bad mouthing Christianity. Says it's got to go. Got to go. It's got to go. And even old Dawkins, the biggest atheist of all, gets down to the very end, and this guy's questioning him about all this stuff after he's made his rant and rave against Christians and the Bible. And he tells him, said, well, okay, you've got that, that cell that you, that you talk about everything came from. Who made it? <laughs> Who made the cell? And he carries yeah. him on on the chicken and the egg deal. Anyway, it gets down to the point to where even Dawson admits about this intelligent design thing, but Dawkins leaves it open not for the purpose of God, the Father. He leaves it open for the purpose of those quote-unquote aliens. Yes. That's what it, and it, it's just as plain as day. He leaves it open for that deception at the end. But anyway, Heavenly Father, thank you for this time we've had tonight, Father. Yes. I hope that um, people will get up edified out of the things that's been said, the scriptures that's been read. You said if we put your word out, it'll not return void, but it'll accomplish that which you intend for it to do. And we love you, Lord. We'd love to see you soon. I pray that you'd bless each and every one that's in the chat room. Father, I pray that you'd bless each and every one that downloads this with the blessings that you have in store for them, Father. If they would acknowledge you, do your will, be obedient, Father. I pray that they would receive those blessings, Father. 
May the Holy Spirit take and work in their lives the very things to accomplish that which you intend for them and their period of time here on this earth to accomplish their purging process and their perfecting like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We love you, and we'll meet back with your grace and mercy this coming Friday night. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, and for his sake alone, amen and amen. Amen. Don Spears Ministry, contact information, telephone number 334-397-2333. His email is joydon1953 at yahoo.com. Mailing address 3155. Louisville Street, Apartment D, as in Don, that's D1, Clio, C-L-I-O, Clio, Alabama, 36017. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Brother David. A great job, you and Brother Kevin both. I appreciate you, the folks that attended tonight. Thank you very much, and God bless. And Lord willing, we will, we will see you all Friday night. Good night, all.